All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Weather's Nation Radio. I got to tell you, I don't know what this one is. Weather's Nation Radio, Bag Milk here. Rick, Liam, and Dan Tyler is getting ready to go to the All-Star Game in Florida. Florida. So we are here to discuss all things Edmonton Oilers. And as we do every week, we start off with a shout out to our friends at Oodle Noodle, 18 locations and counting with a brand new one in Calgary. You are listening to this down behind enemy lines. I encourage you to check out Oodle Noodle. My personal recommendation, hot box with shrimp. Then you get some green onion cakes. Then you get some spring rolls. Now, all of a sudden, you've got a couple of meals. It's true. Good living. Check them out at Oodle underscore Noodle on Twitter, Oodle Noodlegram on Instagram. You can see more of my content. I make memes there. Enjoy. <laughs> Quick question though. What was that song? Uh, that was Match of the Day, which is an English like highlight show for soccer. <laughs> I dig it. I just, How did you not know that, Rick? Yeah, <laughs> I figured that would be just on everyone's mind. That's yeah. why I did it. Like, it I've, done, I've done Jurassic Park. <laughs> I've done, what else have I done? I think I've done Indiana Jones once. I've done it all. The immigrant yeah, song. Right? That's the one that stands out. Yeah, that's the big one. Here, I want to play you something, Liam, just because we're Tyler's not here to tell me not to. So I want to play you something. This was a real life a listener intro that we played yesterday, and I just thought you would enjoy it. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Real Life Podcast. It hurts. But then the painkillers kick in. It's <laughs> fair. That was go. a real life one, and Rick and I are on the intro. Yeah, hell yeah, good hell for yeah. us. Yep. So, so whilst Tyler's not here, I'm obviously manning the controls. Yes. So I'm going to ask you to turn us up a little bit. Yep, a little bit. Well, just 
But literally, we got a ton of the mics, just a tad. I can't turn there. We're maxed out. Oh, we're maxed out. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know how this man does it then. So we are. I mean, we have volume. I can see it. Just a little lower than it should be. Maybe we can crank it up in post. Oh, 100%. Everybody just speak up a little bit louder. Yep. Yep. Project, boys. (laughs) Enunciate. From the belly. Diaphragm. That was that. I couldn't think of what it's called. (laughs) We'll be fine. For our friends at Oodle Noodle, it's time for the delicious debate as we do every week. I am turning it over to Liam this week as he is filling in for Ty Guy. What have you got for us today, Liam? The delicious debate. Does the bo- How does the bow hole that trade affect the Oilers trade deadline? So if you do not know what we're talking about yesterday, Vancouver Canucks captain Bo Horvat got traded. Of course, you know that. But what he got traded for was he went to the New York Islanders for Anthony Beauvillier, A2 Ratti, and a first round pick in 2023 that is uh, conditional. If it's top 12, I believe. Protected. Yeah. Top 12 protected. So there you go. Unprotected if it goes to the next season. Yes. Yes. So what would you do if you're Vancouver? I know you're a gambling man. I'm a gambler. I would hope they miss the playoffs. Are you just going to take next year's? Yeah. What do you, why, I don't understand the question you're asking. Would you take this year's pick at say 15 or 17? I don't think they get that option. Oh yeah. They don't get correctly. to pick unless it's in the top 12 and then it just goes over to next year. Oh, they don't get to choose. No, no, no. no. Oh, that's BS. No. Yeah. If it's top 12, then it gets punted to next season. Oh, that's no fun. I thought you had to choose. I think that it's actually a funny condition. They've on done it. Like, this before. Have they not had like had conditions where you get to choose either this year's or next year's? I don't remember. Uh, I think I most of them have. like it's there's like a there's a bug in yeah, my brain right now about this. Original Puzar will correct us on this one that's for fair. sure. I feel like I'm there's been go, yes, it has happened. There's been ones where the 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 team that traded Chooses. for the pick has the option to defer. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That no, sounds right, I think, but I also yeah. don't know. And yeah, now yeah. I'm thinking of the Duncan Keith one. Did they have the option to defer? Or was that like a third or a fourth? Oh, it was a third conditional. A fourth conditional was turned into a third. Yeah. Because yeah. the others went. And like, yeah, there was a bunch of random stuff in there, right? Like if it was. You also. You also might be thinking of the time we got penalized. And I think it was either the Shirelli or the McClellan one where we were allowed to defer the year. Those are still garbage. The they make me mad still. <laughs> I don't get it. Now this, I just don't understand how you can make a trade for a coach. Like they fired them. Yeah. There's that whole thing in the NFL right now too, with Sean Payton. Teams might have to give up a first round pick for a coach that didn't coach in the league last year. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's he's still stupid. on payroll, but not working. It's annoying. Like we will literally save you X amount of dollars. Yeah, whatever that is. Them. Is that not worth it? Like we're going to save you that money and have to give you another fucking pick. Like it's stupid. But as soon as it happened to us, they took the rule away. So not a big deal. now. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess to the delicious debate, how does it affect? So what this tells me, and we were talking about this yesterday in the office a little bit, we always kind of have this idea that trading for these types of players is going to cost a fortune Mm -hmm. and it doesn't really. Like, I'm not saying Bovillier is not a good player. And AT, uh, AT Ratti, I was actually talking to my boy Quads in Vancouver. They're excited about the prospect. More than the pl- uh, More than Bovillier, it seems like. It almost seems like Vancouver took on Bovillier with the intention to flip him again. That would make sense. But, but I also think that the Islanders are going to do the same thing. If they fall out contention, why wouldn't they just flip Horvat again? Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because if Vancouver isn't in a rebuild, like they keep saying it, then why wouldn't you want a 25-year-old forward who is proven in the NHL? Like, yeah, that's why, why what, I kind of think, like, I don't know if they're automatically going to do that. Uh, well, I think they're in a rebuild, and they just don't want to admit it. 
But if they're in a retool, then I think they should keep him. But if they want to be in this rebuild, then to get rid of him, you can get a couple you wanna, of, probably a second. The weird thing is that why would you want to rebuild and have that coach? Like to me, that coach is more of a veterans coach. I don't see. Are we talking him, about Taka? Yeah. I don't see him being mm. like, um, one of these, you know, the Woodcrofts of the world who are, you know, kind of younger and new way of thinking and deal with the youth a little bit different. I see Talkit being 30 years younger, 20 years, whatever the actual math is of a Sutter. Like I just, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't see him being the nurturer of today's youth, as opposed to like, this is a guy who's going to want to get in there with a veteran lineup and do things the old school way. I just like, Rick Tockett taking that job to me is a, is a weird decision. And I, I, it felt like it feels like to me watching that, that Tockett did it where other people said no. And, and it, you know, it doesn't, you're right, Rick. I, it doesn't strike me as a coach decision that I would make if you're where you believe the, or where most of the public, I think kind of puts the Canucks uh, in a position and then not even mentioning the fact that Thatcher Demko it's there's rumblings now that Thatcher Demko wants out. So, mm. I mean, it's just like, I think organizationally, I don't think anybody can look at the Canucks and say that organization knows what it's doing because like it just right now it's a, it, from the top down, it feels like we're watching the Oilers you know, at the start of the decade of darkness. I don't believe Thatcher Demko wants out. I think what the rumor was that they're, they're opening up the, uh, yeah, Friedman exploring that. Yeah. And if you think about it, if Vancouver's doing some sort of retooling situation, there really isn't another goaltender out there, especially a better goaltender than Demko, who's going to be available at the deadline. We're talking about a 27 year old guy too. Like if they're even rebuilding, he's got tons of tread left there. Yeah, but he's probably one of their most valuable assets right now, right? Yeah, it depends so. which way they really like. Are you really, if you're going to chop the legs out and go into a rebuild, then you do it. Yeah. You just got to decide which pieces <laughs> you want. JT Miller's there. Like nobody wants that contract. No, but you're going to kind of build off a of Hughes. And so then why wouldn't you want to have your goaltending locked in? Well, that's just it. Cause I think <laughs> you get a lot more out of them than you're going to get anybody else. So they could go back even further. It just, if they're in a really well, I think it's hilarious, but they're in a shitty situation. Back to uh, Bo Horvat, though, Liam. You t- asked about how this affects you. Whether it's like, to me, this trade signifies that, and I, I know. So, like, who would be our comparable for Beauvillier on the roster? Yamo, probably Yamo. Someone who's like I can play every night and contribute. I would say. Who's so, that? who's who's the who's the prospect then? Probably Schaefer. I think Schaefer would have been a second round pick in most years, which is what Adu Ratu what is. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, like a B level prospect. I don't like the idea of moving on to Schaefer. I've always, like we said, I think we talked about this last week. I'd rather move on from draft pick number in future, rather rather prospects that we already have the names to. The names yeah. I've already got hung my hat on. I'm kind of excited about certain names. I'm more down with moving, you know, the uh, upcoming draft picks. And I have no, pro- I, like, I would prefer that they keep Schaefer, but I'm also thinking he's three, four, five years away. Yeah. Eh, what does that return look like? If you're getting, I'm not saying Bo Horvat, there's a lot of money there. You'd have to clear out cap space, blah, blah, blah. But if you can get an impact player right now, because Frank, what was he saying? Frank was on Stoffer's show mm-hmm. talking about how Horvat's per, could be in line for an eight by eight or something in that line in New York. Yep. 
Because if that's the case, then the Canucks got fleeced. Uh, it depends, though. You know, it all depends on on what their prospects do and how they advance there. They're going to get a better opportunity there probably in Vancouver than they were getting in the Islanders just because, you know, the players and the situations. I think everybody likes to try and, like, grade these trades a little too quickly. I mean, is Bo Horvat even landed in New York yet? Have they <laughs> yeah. even come back the other way? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's we need to sit there, just sit back and go, you know what? All right, it's an interesting trade. Let's see how it, how it, how it un, unfolds. But to me, I don't think it really has a big effect on the Oilers because I don't think we have a Bo Horvat out there, nor are we really looking at a Bo Horvat level type of player either. Well, I kind of, so I agree and I disagree because to me, if Jonathan Taves is an example, if he's the target, to me, this means he's going to cost less than what I expected he probably would have. And that's good. I mean, yeah, I think Horvat's probably on a greater level than Taves right now, just because he's a lot younger, um, obviously a lot more tread ahead of him in, in his career. Whereas, you know, Taves is almost at the end and you'd be bringing Taves in for a one and done. Whereas Horvat, you'd probably bring him in and try and figure something out in the summer and try to see if you can't keep him and shuffle somebody else out. I think it sets the market a little bit though. Like Horvat was, I, well, we, go ahead, Dan. I was just going to say, I don't know if I agree just because, just because, um, like it's so early, like we've, we've got, there's still time. If, if the Islanders go out and make this transaction and then they just fall off the face of the earth and they have to re, you know, resend him out into the, into the market, does that not make every GM kind of pause for thought and say, Oh, maybe I don't want to give up my bully of EA. Uh, I can't say that name ever for some reason, uh, but I don't want to give up my, my star player for a, a rental guy that doesn't necessarily take me to the promised land. If Horvat is that good, why would New York give up on him? Just because they're out of the playoffs this year. Would you not like, okay, this is yeah. a big part of going ahead. Going yeah, forward. that's fair. I'm still going to sign him. I just don't think they have that's the fair. money. Like that's the thing. This is what makes this trade really out in the summer, though. Yeah, I suppose you could. Like you can move pieces. I think Varlamov. They have the money in the summertime. Just, just to continue with the yeah. conversation that Frank had with Bob. Um, I think Varlamov comes off, and yeah, whatever. It's it's doable. It's quite easy to get it done. Yeah, like it's definitely an option. But they have what I think it's fourteen million. So yeah, you sign Horvat to eight, and then you don't have Varlamov, so you lose Five. your yeah. So that's kind of is what it is. Easy backup anyway. You probably move lose Scott Mayfield. I just don't get it. Like I just don't understand why the Islanders would want to do this. It's almost the exact same group. If we remember back to the summer, they were the team that literally did nothing. They did Zadorov was the only kind of move they got. Yeah, and um, no, it wasn't Zadorov. It was uh, the Montreal guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I I want to say Zadorov, but it's Romanov. 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 Yeah, Yeah. and they traded whatever that was. I can't remember. Oh. uh, I can't remember whatever it was. That's basically all they did. So they've ran back the exact same team, still not in a playoff spot. And they just went out and got the biggest ticket on the market. Like you almost have to resign him if you're the Islanders. Yeah, I agree. Another thing that's interesting to me is four hours before we started recording this, Kevin Weeks tweeted, I'm told from another club that was highly interested and involved in the Horvat deal that Vancouver didn't even shop the offer and locked in on the New York Islanders package. Hell yeah. Like, how is that a thing? If you're dead set on shopping Bo Horvat, don't you just pop into the GM all group chat, yes. which I assume <laughs> exists, and go, let's hear him. He's on the table. Let's go. 
you know yeah. that just it's yeah, so demoralizing yeah. for you you as a fan of that team and like we've been in those situations where the Oilers have had you know been in transactions either good or bad where it's come out afterwards that they were the only ones in there but yeah it, it that's demoralizing as a fan of the Vancouver Canucks I don't know it's just the way the sports works man I think there's a lot of things that happen in professional sports that we all wanted to go one way we're just not really it's not nothing's ever black and white, right? There's nothing this way or that way. There's always things down the middle. So it's just, uh, I don't know, man. I don't think it has that big of an effect on us. I'm just trying to look through trades from last season that would have set the market. The one that kind of is popping out to me is Ben Chirot when he went to Florida. So we went for a first a prospect called Tice Similac, a fourth round pick. And then... Uh, Lindholm was traded for a first and there was a couple other guys that were like traded for like Kai. That's what like my kind of question is about it is like, I think this just helps you others in a massive way. I think yeah. they're going to be able to get a couple of pieces on like a cheaper price than they assume they would first originally would have thought. And I also think it's kind of what Bag Milk said it before too. Like the market's not as high as we always make it seem. Yeah. Like guys are getting traded. The Taylor Hall one was Andreas Bjork and a first round pick or maybe it was even a second. Like nobody had that coming. Like everyone thought everyone was going to have to give up their top prospect for Taylor Hall. And then a trade happens. You're like, oh, that's it. And then it kind of like works out well. And even like the to grade the whole that one, like I think it's difficult because when Eichel was traded to Vegas, everyone was like, oh, all they got was Alex Tuck and Payton Krebs. Tuck's been good. And now that. Tuck's like their best player. Yeah. Oh, I guess Tate Thompson's pretty yeah. solid. But, you know, that's kind of the thing. Is like, I just don't think, I think it helps you with this because I think everything gets less valuable. That's fair. I agree. Like if, again, I'm just using Taves as a random example. If he's the guy, just maybe cost less. That's good. That's great. I do wonder if Vancouver would have got more if they waited closer to the deadline on Horvath. Or if it goes the exact opposite Exactly. I was going to say, it can happen two things, right? You can, otherwise guys go and you're like, oh shit, I've been waiting for the certain price and Mm -hmm. oh fuck, nobody wanted it. They they filled all their spots. Yeah. Now I'm going to get even less. I think it just opens up the, like, I like, I love the idea of the Islanders them flipping Horvat, but that's what I want. Team chaos. Let's fucking go. But it also just helps what they did with Vanek. They got like half the price they paid for him. Yep. But I hope they didn't learn anything from that. Lou wasn't around at the Vanek time. No, it wasn't Lou. Snow. Yeah. I think it was Garth Snow. Yeah. But I think it's just allows Vancouver to also shop Bovillier to a little bit and gave him more. I think that's what they probably thought is it was like, well, we'll get this 25 year old guy. We'll play him for a few weeks. If it works out, it works out and we'll keep yeah. him. If he's not as good as we kind of thought and he doesn't fit our mold, then we'll just try and shop him for a second or third, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I want to hear from you, Owen Radio Podcast. Do you think that the Bo Horvat trade, specifically what the return was for Vancouver, if it helps the Oilers at all? Maybe. Maybe not. We shall see. The Oilers obviously pressed up against the cap. They are going to need to do a little tap dancing to get anything of substance done. So we shall see. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Um, just for our friends at Tourism Jasper, really quickly, I want to touch on the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament that was last week or this past weekend at the beautiful Jasper Park Lodge. I want to say thank you to everybody that put on an amazing event. We had a great time. Even though it was a little chilly, you just bundle up and you get out there and you play in one of the most pristine places, the coolest backdrops you could ever hope to play pond hockey on. So I hope you go next weekend. You can read the full recap article at OilersNation.com. If you want to see some of the more details that Tourism Jasper and our friends uh, that Tourism Jasper does have, go to jasper.travel forward slash current deals. Jasper.travel forward slash current deals to check out what they've got going on here. So that leads me to a question for you guys. We don't have any games to talk about. Mm-hmm. So I want to know, as, so as I was playing pond hockey on the weekend, I'm just sitting there looking around and I'm watching guys like Frank Saravalli was out there with us. He had never experienced playing on a pond before. And he goes, this is a fucking cool event that you can kind of scratch off your sports bucket list. So I'm curious what you guys have. Doesn't have to be hockey. Just what's on the bucket list. I would love to go to, um, I was lucky enough to do it in 2006. I'd love to go back to another cup final. Super Bowl, if I had, you know, plenty of shekels in my jeans, that's another one I'd love to go to. What what kind of stuff's on your bucket list for sports? Hmm. Let me have well, a my right off the top of my head, the Heritage Classic is a is a number one for me. I wanted to be in Edmonton so bad back in two thousand and three. And uh I'm hopeful that I can be there next year. I, I you know what's funny, Dan, is I got to go to the one and Rick, you were there too, the one in Winnipeg. True. And despite the long bus ride that it took to get there, mm-hmm. it was a really cool experience. So I cannot wait. I will be at the one in Edmonton. So will I. And it's going to be fun. Actually, I was thinking about it. I like, I wonder how many nation HQ staff are going to be there. Like most all probably scattered. Or are we going to get the, someone to do something? Maybe get us a box or is a, a good chunk of seats in the same spot. Oh, that'd be lovely. That would, that would be, be nice. What else is on the list? Liam, what do you got? I would like to see, so I've never seen one of my teams win. I've never experienced a championship in which, any which level. Which team do you want? Pick one. Rank them. It honestly, on. it honestly probably wouldn't be the Oilers. Oh, I know the answer. Just say the answer. I would like to see England win the World Cup, yeah, and I would go I, wherever it is, as long as it's not somewhere I don't want to go. So are you already? <laughs> You're going to go anywhere. If, the, if England was yeah. in the World Cup and they're like, hey, here's a ticket. Are you going to say, mm, no, I don't like it. It's I too rainy go. there. So You're then are you no matter what? Are you already kind of like planning accordingly for four years from now? Or I guess three like, years from now? Yeah. Yeah. I have thought about that a lot because that would be like, they would be in contention because I did game seven and that was unbelievable. So that was on the bucket list. But yeah, England to win something at the World Cup 
of the World Cup. And then I'd probably like to do a golf, like maybe the Masters or something. Last day, Sunday, the Masters. The Masters, that like golf trip would be really yeah. cool. Like a Masters sit on 16 the whole day or something like that. Mm. I think number one, and obviously it's a little cherry picking, but have to be Oilers in the in the final and like yep. the, the the cup winning game, whether it be game four, five, six, seven. I don't really give a shit. Just yeah, it doesn't matter. Maybe be there to just, just watch them lift it. Um, in terms of general, though, I think World Series World Series would be cool. Yeah, it's super cool. Uh, mm. You know, Super Bowl would be rad. I was talking to uh, Frank Saravalli again down in Jasper for the Pond Hockey Tournament this weekend. I was just like, what was it like going to like the Phillies games in the World Series? It's like, man, the place is buzzing. It's electric. But if you go backwards, like being in Vancouver for the uh, the, the Crosby goal. Yeah, the uh, Olympics be would be sweet. amazing. Yeah, just as long as, you know, it's, it's Canada in the, in the final yeah, game. And 100%. give me the U.S., give me Russia if they're allowed or whatever the hell it is. I just want that big, that, you know, that, that, that build up to it. Because one of the things, like, if you got to go to a Canadian gold medal game, we're all on the same page. It doesn't matter if you cheer for the Leafs, yeah, it don't matter. Oilers, Flames, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. In those moments, we're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Dan, anything else for you that comes to mind? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I just like to, I'd like to, exp- I'd like to experience the stadiums and the arenas and you guys know that. So it's, uh, I, I would like to do some more NFL stuff. I haven't seen an NFL game live myself. So yeah, it's just kind of, it's uh, like everything you guys list, obviously the championships are, are up there, but yeah, for me, it's just kind of experiencing the buildings and then being able to hang out with people and talk to people in those buildings. For an experience like that though, I'd definitely go over to Europe and go to a European soccer game. Yeah, just because yeah, love the, it. the atmosphere in there, and it doesn't matter if it's game one, thirteen. It doesn't matter their record. I've watched it. You know, I've seen them. Team is two and twenty-seven, and that place is absolutely electric for the game. Yeah, they're still buzzing. Yeah, I'd love to I was gonna say that's a that's a good actually that's a good call like a Sunderland or something where yeah, you're just whatever, like a smaller club like team. Just, I just want to be wherever the atmosphere is just electric, and you just gotta sit in there and just feel it. When I I'm going back to Europe in the summer, and it's gonna be the start of the seasons for soccer. My girlfriend has never been to like a, a game before. In Old Trafford? Absolutely not. No? No, screw that. <laughs> the Reebok Stadium, a Bolton play. I don't know. I just like to her experience, that kind of stuff, I think would be cool. Oh, I think it'd be yeah. incredible. And you, you really don't know how cool it'd be till you get there. And you've yeah. now you're looking at hindsight. I think that's when it really, really uh, weighs in on you. One thing, if you've listened to this podcast or any podcast I've been on for any length of time, you've probably heard me say that I really, really, really want to go to a darts championship. Oh yeah. The atmosphere (laughs) at a darts tournament. I don't know what's going on over there, but everybody's dressed up in costumes. They've got massive beers. They've got signs. They're screaming. Did you see that one recently? Oh, of course I did. Yeah. They just kept throwing that man. That was nuts. I, I probably got tagged in that specific video and I wish I could, I knew who those people were. Um, I got tagged in that video 15 times because every I would love to go see a darts tournament. That would be cool. Maybe that's something I'll do when I go back. There was um oh, something that caught my interest. I mentioned it on the last episode, I think. I've been watching tennis a lot. I think it's a very interesting sport for a fan because you can get like really rowdy, but then they're like, okay, everyone shut up. And US, you have to be quiet and then to US, like get US, that back up. The US Open in New York. I think that's the one where everyone's like jacked up yeah and then obviously but hold on you said you watched it a lot i think last Recently. Uh, last time you said it you'd watch one episode yeah no i've watched episode of, i've watched two now big tennis guy I, now. Uh, but i watched the australian open okay i watched it yeah i was gonna say the aussie open would be great i was actually yeah. once upon a time i was in australia i wasn't 
at the Aussie Open, but I was in the same city as the Aussie Open. Because they play in three different cities, right? Yeah. So I was in Melbourne, like okay. Southern Australia during the Aussie Open. And even the city is buzzing. Yeah. It'd be cool. It'd be I'd really love cool. to go to that. Because it's a sport like... I don't know a lot about it. I understand how it works. I understand the so rules, cool, but just being a part of it and getting rowdy yeah. a little bit. I, I like went, that too, because they do like the, all the weird hours. Yes. Yeah. Yes, the eight o'clock games are open. No, 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 no. I got some starting at midnight for some reason. Well, I was the, a late night worker. I love that. There was the, um, there was one, it was Andy Murray versus someone. And it was like a five hour game and it ended at like three o'clock in the morning. Four. Four o'clock? I had one that was worse. One that ended at 4.30. Oh, yeah. What is that Incredible. show on Netflix called, Liam? Because I started Point watching break. it. It's great. It's yeah. the people that do Drive to Survive, but it's for tennis. Yeah, I just got to the second episode where they the Italian guy. Yeah, break, not, Or maybe it's Breakpoint. It yeah. might be Breakpoint. Might be Breakpoint. Break no, point. no, Point Break is a different thing yeah, entirely. No, I, say, I do I recommend you watch sense. Point Break, <laughs> but this is Breakpoint yeah, on yeah. Google. Yeah, that's a Breakpoint. <laughs> that would make way more sense. But uh, what was your... Oh, I went to the Briar. When it was in curling. Leather, curling's fun. It was really fun, but it's a very funny sport because similar to tennis, like the first like little bit of it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. So they just basically everyone just ignores the first like four rocks that go down, and all of a sudden everyone's just dialed in. Well, even if you watch on television, they're usually yeah. doing you know the commercials for McCain's Super Fries at that time. They come back, and here comes the fifth rock. You're like, yeah. all right, well, it's pretty funny. Just I was I was actually on the ice for the 2010 Briar Final. I was one of the officials during a Briar Final. That's fun. Oh, who played? Yeah. Kevin. Uh, it was it was uh, David Cooey. Uh, or Kevin Cooey, sorry, from Alberta. And then they beat, I believe it was Manitoba or it might've been Newfoundland. Gushu? Yeah, might've been. Curling is fun because we went, it was at Rexall place, I guess, at one point. And uh, a couple of buddies and I, we just got tickets from someone's work. And we went with zero expectations and had a blast. Because yeah. you go into the beer gardens, you get a little Briar, loose. Bribe patch, patch, sorry. Sorry, yes. sorry. The patch. <laughs> go the into patch, the patch. Yes. Get yourself a couple of pops. And then all of a sudden, the whole crowd's buzzing. It was fun. And all of a sudden, the team's walking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, when we went down, we the, there was the gold medal game. I, I think it was Alberta versus Newfoundland or Probably. Canada, I guess it would have yeah. been. In uh, Alberta, it would have been. Yeah. And then... All of a sudden, we had just watched Saskatchewan versus the Canadian team, which was Gushu's team. And next thing, mm-hmm. like all eight of them are in the patch. Like <laughs> Gushu's team wasn't drinking because they had a game to play in a few hours, but yeah, well, the other team was in there just grabbing some booze yeah, and guys, just hanging guys out. Are drinking in the in the ceramic coffee mugs. I promise you, it's not just coffee in those <laughs> yeah. things. My yeah, my dad. Uh, my dad. At the same time, I was an official. My dad was a team driver, and so like they were. They were, those guys would be at the patch until two in the morning. Some mornings. <laughs> I think what we're saying here is if you've ever contemplated going to watch the Briar, you go do it. Go check it out. I think it's in London, Ontario this year. Well, that's the fun thing about sports too, isn't it? Just like sometimes you can go to an event as an example. Again, I was down in Australia. This was a long time ago and I went to a full day cricket test. Oh yeah. I had so much fun watching cricket, not knowing a lick about what was happening on the field, but man, do they get after it? Yeah. Who did they play? Do you remember? It was uh, it was a friendly against Sri Lanka or something like that. Nice. Yeah, it was great. I'd also think it'd be fun to go to 
I'd love to go watch F1, though. I think you would have to get like some kind of paddock passes or something. Yeah, Otherwise, Vegas really, would yeah. be super dope. Just in the lights and the yeah. darkness and the contrast of that. We I, were looking at packages for the Vegas well, one. Vegas and they are ridiculous. outrageous. It's, I'm very mixed on Formula One if I would actually enjoy watching it live. So only I talked to Greg. TV, it only because TV makes it so damn good. Yeah. So the announcers are the all. best in F1. Yeah. So I talked to Gregor about that because he went to the one in Montreal this year. And he's like, I'm glad I bought the pit pass package or whatever it was because the cars fly by you so fast. Yeah. You get like, Vroom! and they're like, all right, I'll see you in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever go to the, like, the Edmonton Open or whatever it was with the yeah. car oh, they, or whatever a bunch of years ago? The Indy cars? The Indy cars, yeah. yeah. The same thing, right? It's yeah. Not just, the same cars or whatever, slower. but you get to underst- you understand the whole, Vroom! all right, well. Need some, yeah, a couple of bites of the hot dog here. <laughs> Boom. All right. What else we got to talk about, guys? <laughs> I want to hear from you guys again on ON Radio Podcast, ON Radio Podcast, Twitter and Instagram. What's on your sports bucket list? I'm going to be di- deep diving into this with a bunch of cool answers. I see a bunch of people answered in my voicemail already for Better Late Than Never tomorrow. So we're going to extend this over there. But again, next January. The Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament at the Jasper Park Lodge is something you absolutely have to experience if you have never been out there. Wonderful tournament. They organize it beautifully. So huge shout out to the Jasper Park Lodge and our friends at Tourism Jasper for putting that on. In the meantime, there's still plenty of good skiing to be done out in Jasper. Go get yourself the Marbin Escape Card. Half price lift tickets with the Escape Card. The best deals in the Canadian Rockies is back for 2023. Save 50% off regular price adult, senior, student, and youth lift tickets every day all season with no blackout dates. Up to 50% off lift tickets at partner ski areas and 30% off your accommodations in Jasper. Go to jasper.travel forward slash current deals. Get yourself out on the mountains. Jay went there on Friday. He went skiing at Marmot, said it was wonderful. Get on out there. Next up on the list, boys, let's bring it back to the others a little bit. We haven't had a chance to discuss what happened against Chicago on Saturday. Mm. One, just an absolute shit stomping, which I loved. But the big story, obviously, was Matt Berlin coming in for the last 226 of the game, if I remember correctly. Yep. When he came in, we were at the JPL kind of watching, we were doing our viewing party and we go, Oh man, he's actually coming in. Like that's amazing. And just, I was thinking about the moment for the young, (laughs) the young man himself and how cool of a day it was and hear him talk about it. What was your first thoughts when you saw Matt Berlin going into the net and just kind of the whole vibe of the situation? I just thought it was awesome, man. Like, I mean, I didn't have the volume on like uh, just being at work. So you just kind of saw the, the, the picture of him, he had his gear on, he had his bucket on, his stick, he was standing up there. I was like, wow, I think they may actually do this. And I, I was almost in awe. Like, I wasn't quite sure they were actually going to do it. Like, but I was like, you know what, 7-2, 7-3, whatever the score was at the time. I was like, yeah. man, I love this. Like, put him out there, let's see what happens. You had the audio on, right, Big Milk? Yep. What were they saying? Because I also didn't have the audio on. So it was kind of like they were just talking about who he was that he wasn't actually an e-bug. Nope. Mm-hmm. Because so just to recap it really quickly. He was an emergency backup. That's right. So Frank Saravalli explained it to me. The Oilers did not have time to get Calvin Pickard up here. All right. So instead of just being an e-bug where he was sitting in the stands, he actually signed an amateur tryout. So there, there was still an e-bug in the stands. Because there was still, still an e-bug in the still stands. Still necessary to have one. He was their backup for the night. Had he not signed an ATO, which is the amateur tryout, he wouldn't have been able to come into that game unless Jack Campbell got hurt. Yep. So it was also just like a 
interesting mix of circumstances that allowed him to be in that spot anyway. But what they were talking about is they're kind of walking through that, who he is. Then they brought up his stats from the U of A, which I thought was hilarious. And then he walked in and you could hear the crowd gave him quite the ovation. Yeah, for sure. And it was just really cool to see. And then they were explaining like, well, he's going to be in the record book forever. Now he's going to have 226 on an NHL roster on his card forever. Just that's kind of what they were doing and just kind of how interesting the circumstance was that allowed him to be in that spot in the first place. Yeah. I thought it was really cool move by the way. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was awesome to watch from in the stands. There was uh, the crowd just built up and man, it was, uh, we were just excited for him. I was behind him there sitting behind him behind his net. Cause Dan, the place went uh, nuts when he made that save, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. We, I mean, it was, it was like the buzz, the buzz around it after he came out, once he came out, the crowd just, I think everybody just kind of got a sense of the moment and it was just excitement. And yeah, when he, when he made that save, we were going crazy for it. Cause when you're in the, when you're there, you don't really understand what's about to happen on TV. Yeah. They're zoomed um, in, they're telling you Yeah. when you're up in you no, know, well, 72 or whatever, you're eating some popcorn, everything's all good. You're like, ah, we're like, what, does soup get hurt? Yeah. And then, oh shit, what's happening? And then you get, well, you get caught up that way. <laughs> Well, it's funny too. You say that because it's exactly how it happened in the, in the pregame. Everybody in the arena was like, who the hell is this guy with the green pads on? And I, of course, bring up Twitter and had it up. And I showed like people around me sitting around me that, that here's this ATO and this is why. And, and uh, yeah, so, I mean, everybody kind of knew what was going on, but didn't really, I don't think anybody was really clamoring for it. I didn't hear any calls for it myself. Um, but yeah, once it, once you knew what was going on, once we got, everybody got the sense of, of what, what moment we were in, it was awesome. Uh, one thing actually that, so Berlin was on Gregor's show yesterday and he said that the idea for him to do a rookie lap was also Conor Connor McDavid's Smith. idea. Yeah. So I think we can just throw out the window of like the leadership and the culture on the Oilers team. Cause I think it's never been in my window. Yeah. It just shows exactly what this group is all about to like allow this guy to have this moment. And he said himself, he's like, if I just sat on the bench the entire night, then it would have been incredible. Yeah. He was just like happy to be there essentially. And it's sure. like, get it. And like, so Berlin played for the Crusaders. So I know him a little bit twice played for the Crusaders twice. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, two different years. Like, oh, yeah, like he was here one year with Seattle. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. A couple of years off and then came back again. Yeah. So he he won a WHL championship. Like, oh. this isn't just a guy they picked up off the streets. Like, he has quite the resume behind him uh, with the crew. Like, he was there for the first year of Savoy when, like, the team turned it around. He was, like, a big reason why. So, from, like, personal perspective, I had, like, goosebumps. Like, seeing That's when he had, on. like, the 38 games or something? Like yeah, that. yeah. Like, he was there for the full, his full 20-year-old season. I think he, like didn't lose a game for like his first like 15 games or something crazy Ooh. like that. He was, he was on another level and yeah, like his brother's a, a coach on the Crusaders. His other brother's my physio. So I, I know his family like decently well. So it was like Jeez. pretty cool. And like when you look, when you look at it, you can just like see this massive smile. Oh, huge grin. Oh, it was unreal. And like the bar I was at watching, like everyone in the bar was like clapping. Like everyone was pumped just to see this kid playing. And I have a <laughs> sneaky suspicion that shot, was just kind of like, here you go. I don't think that was a legit shot. Like, I think it, he kind of helped him out a little bit on that one. What do you think? Who, who, it was Caleb Jones. Jones. Like, the way you look at it, ah. like, he could have shot that puck a lot better. There was nobody uh-huh. in front. Like, he just literally threw that thing on goal, like, Here's slightly an, to the side. Alternate take. Caleb Jones, not that good. 
could be something. <laughs> I don't know. Sure, so I, th- I like I like where your head's at, Liam. But I just I feel like the the Chicago Blackhawks would have been just as happy to have it seven four. I just don't. I don't know. I like. I I think he was sorry. I guess he was probably trying to get something there, but also kind of like yeah. There you go. Not yeah, devastated that he didn't get the shot off the yeah, one he wanted. Like I don't think it was a big deal for him that nothing came out of it besides a save from Matt Boleyn. What I thought that, was, do you think the, the Blackhawks knew everything about this kid though? Like, hey guys, backups like a U of J- A goalie doesn't really know. Uh, well, he played like Joe, he said. Him and Jones played against each other in the Western League. Oh, that's so, fair. So that like, and he was, he was on Sam Portland. Been, yeah. so they would have played against each other a sure. lot, and so yeah, I think like some players would have been familiar. Like this guy's. 25 years old. A lot of the guys who have played in the Western League are probably around that age now in the on those teams. So yeah, like he would have played against Yamamoto yeah, and it was interesting title. the next yeah. morning to watch Jay Woodcroft's post-game press conference where he kind of talked about how this all came together. The score was getting run up as it was, and in the third period, the players started kind of like floating the idea around of getting him in there for the last couple of minutes. I wonder if they were saying it quietly. <laughs> yeah, no, like to start saying too. Berlin Wall, Yo, you know, get his attention over there so I can talk to the coach right here. Let's make it a bit of a surprise <laughs> here. Then, I don't want him to know what we're trying to do right now. And then it was Dave Manson who spoke to his former teammate, Luke Richardson, saying, This is what we want to do, just so you guys know. That happened? Oh, they knew? That's awesome. Yeah. So he just like yelled across the benches or what? Oh, he's probably oh, sending it through. Probably, yeah, probably just kind of went on over there, wandered on over, you know? Interesting. I guess like it's a respect thing. The too, coaches right? go down that. Same, well, cause that so same. here's my first thought. Yeah. When I saw this happen, first of all, I thought it was great. I loved it. Game was over. I go, wait a minute. Is that really disrespectful for the Blackhawks that no. they just put in? Like, yeah, that was just my thought. And then I like, that didn't mean I didn't like it. Yeah. yeah. I just, that I saw some of that stuff the next day at disrespect, blah, blah, blah. No, I also don't care. No, I'm if just going to say this is the, the nicest way possible. It just, no, that's not disrespect. Get off your whatever. Stop looking for no, just no. Well, that's I, not where I, my head was at. I was no, just I like know, what I was thinking about. I saw because I actually thought and like people try to twist yeah, things yeah, and like yeah. good lord, come on, people. Because I actually thought so. This is where my head went. Is this disrespectful to Blackhawks? Wait a minute. Fuck the Blackhawks. Yeah, if yep. anybody deserves to be disrespected, <laughs> it's probably the Chicago Blackhawks. It, it, it wasn't. No, it's fine. Well, because again, I was sitting by Frank Saravalli as this was all happening and he's tweeting out. It was funny watching Frank tweet out and then seeing his mentions. Just go, <laughs> <laughs> like it was wild to watch. Smoke coming out of his Um So I asked him, I was like, do you think the Blackhawks care? He's like, no, I don't at all. Well, I think Spectre tweeted out too. He's like, I spoke to like members of the Blackhawks and they said, no, like there, there was no disrespect. Yep. Yeah, you fell on that it's, it's fine. Thing. The, Stop. Um, Another yeah. thing here, if you're listening to this and you Great just let's have some be, fun sometimes. Great issues to fucking be bum hurt about. I do have an issue with Saturday night though. Being? I would like to talk to you about it. All right. Warren Fogel scratched again. Right. Thoughts? I think it was probably the right call. Out of like, so out of Poyavi and him on Wednesday when they played Columbus, Poyavi played better, right? Yes. And then Kane comes into the lineup. I don't think it was just going to be between the two of them. And I still think, and I know it's like just names on paper. I think probably Derek Ryan should be in that conversation. However, I, I think so too. He's a little more effective on the ice. He pops these goals when we kind of sort of need them, and we really don't expect to come from him. Somehow he gets all of a sudden he just fucking out of, snipes where did you one come from, and he bang bang. And so he's it is back in that. So yeah, I I agree. I think it's funny sometimes too. We definitely people like well, if they just produce like Derek Ryan, it's like 
Well, I mean, the guy's 11 points this season. He's not like, he's good. I like Derek mm-hmm. Ryan. I think he plays a good role, but like, it's not like he's out there being a world beater. He's, no, it's just <laughs> those two specific players are at a, at a, at a shelf level that if they could just do what he's doing, yeah. at his points, they wouldn't be in such hot water. I agree. One thing with Derek Ryan is like, I was at the game with Tyler against Columbus and he scored that snipe of a shot. You just, right. it's funny because we talk shit about fourth liners a lot and just like, Oh, they're interchangeable. But then you, you see them score like that. You go, Oh yeah, these guys are way better than everybody else. You know, <laughs> I remember play. I remember when I was younger, we played, I think Sean Brown came out or something like that. And we were messing around at Casey twin or something like that. And then he just took like a little, a little wrist flick from the blue line and that puck, like, you could hear it go past your, it rattled the cross. And it went bar down. Like, it was absolutely insane. I just went, yeah, no, even like the, the yeah. questionable NHLers are still like incredible players. It was like, uh, I guess a, a similar example, like Jeff Waywicker was coaching the Crusaders. You would yeah. watch him in practice and he would do the demo yeah. and it's so quick. And next thing is like, bar down, goalie has no chance. And then someone else <laughs> tries to do it. Like, 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 first oh, damn. But yeah, like <laughs> these guys are way better than all of us. So this, I've tried to take this out of my... Out of out of my like vocabulary, like all oh, that player is terrible. All oh, this player, blah, blah. I've tried to take that out because they're all great. Yes, <laughs> and then so when I you know dumb dumb on Twitter starts talking yeah. like that, like dude, this guy can like one skate <laughs> upside down, right handed stick, and still absolutely Gretzky you in the court. Like it would be it would be embarrassing. One time, uh, I got to play Shinny with and Martin Jelena was playing. Yeah. And this was long after he retired, like long, long after he retired. He was so much better than everyone on the ice (laughs) and he probably barely played ever. So yes, (laughs) it's something worth keeping in mind. That's so we're saying that keep Devin Shore out of your mouths, everybody. If you've got something bad to say, I feel like you're going to have, was that specific? Was that, I feel like that's directed at one specific person. I know you said everybody. No, no. He's at her, but also everybody else that comments after. (laughs) I feel like we're going to have some beef here soon between Liam and Kylie over this Devin Shore thing. Yep. Sorry. What do you mean? Soon. Soon. I was just going to (laughs) say. It's begun. (laughs) If you don't know what we're talking about there, go check out their social feeds. They had a little back and forth exchange the other day, though it did come up. Our boy Spiced Oil resurfaced an old photo of Kylie smiling happily with Devin Shore. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> is this like an actual photo? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is now. I don't think it was before. Is that fake? Oh, yeah. That's a Photoshop. Oh, oh I thought oh, that was a real photo. I was like, oh, no. how fast can we get the thing printed? I'll find a nice cheap frame. I thought that too. And then I thought that, it was a I real realized. photo. Does like, a cubicle Spiced Oil, somewhere? to be fair, is a graphic designer. This is what he does oh. for a living. So him <laughs> tricking me isn't like... <laughs> he sent me a message today and asked me what my shirt size was. So yes, yeah, you're gonna get something good. I'm curious. Let me double check. I'm pretty sure it was a fake photo. Episode. Ah, she's not listening. (laughs) No, probably not. There's no way. Either way, the Kylie versus Liam beef is excellent, and I very, very much encourage this to continue. (laughs) Yeah, that's just his. uh, That's just his headshot. And this picture was taken three days ago on (laughs) Kylie's Twitter. Oh, Mel, then he nailed it. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things where also, to be fair, I'm just whipping by and I see it and I laugh out loud. I mean, it looks real. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. I wonder who that was with. You have to go on hers. Yeah, see what you're looking at. Uh, Getting back to the Oilers again. So Warren Fogle, this is an issue now. He's been healthy scratched a handful of times. It was Zach Hyman. We were talking about this earlier. Like, I don't, Zach, yeah, Hyman. Zach Hyman. That's so good. We are talking about this. Shout out I, to Spice Doyle. I, I don't get how if 
the if the f- biggest trade target is most likely going to be Pooley RV, how uh, he's not getting the healthy scratches right now, and it's going to and it Fogel is like I, just, I don't understand that. I just think the Oilers want to win every night, and I agree. I think Puliavi is the trade chip the Oilers have right now, and I think he gives them a better chance to win than Fogel. I also think Fogel will get moved. I think they'll both be gone. I think that's kind of my idea of it all. I just like, what are they like every single night? It's like, we have to debate like which one of them's coming out of the lineup. It's like, is but it not upgrade? Like, it, it's yes, a debate to the coaches once, but it's a debate now. Yeah, it's a debate to the, the coaches, co- obviously yeah, the coach. Yeah. That's the, that's what I'm trying to say. The coaches now debate like, Oh, which one of them's coming out because we got to get came back in. But is it that much of a debate? Only, I, I only say like, is it that much of a debate? Because it does, it seems like it's like six to one right now. Well, is he, that a close hockey game? No, it's not a close hockey game. Like it's, if Yamam when Yamamoto's back and they obviously all can't be on the team unless someone else gets injured, like Fogel and Poyavi are in the stands, right? If or K- gone entirely, yeah, all gone. Like that's the my thing. bet like, is gone all in the stands. If I was to bet today, January thirty first at two forty five p.m. as we're recording this, once Yamo comes off LTIR, that yes is gone. See, and I and I I probably agree with you there. I just. And maybe this is me hoping he stays a little bit longer, but I just want that extra right-handed shot. I agree. I'm with you. I would love to find if there was a situation where he could cruise through to the end of the season. I just don't see it. I still think he does, but yeah, we'll see what happens here. So for our friends at Betway, I'm going to set it at uh, even money. Are we betting that Pooley RV is here by the end of the year or gone? Liam? I'm, I'm, I'm in on the even money. I think he's gone. Dan? I think he's here. Rick? I've said it numerous times. I think he stays. I also think he's gone. So we'll see. So we've got a split room. We'll see what happens. Uh, speaking of Yamo, he is back practicing with the team. So it looks like that deadline of what is it? February 7th? 11th. 11th. We're getting close. We're going to get an answer to this question a real soon one way or another. So we'll see what's happening with Yamo. Good to see him skating. I just, I just hope he's healthy. You know, I saw like, I don't know if it was on the radio or something like that. It, I doubt it was like a tweet from just a nobody, but I saw something that they, that said was it was concussions. Now that they're talking about with the ammo. See, that's scary, right? You gotta you gotta really take your time. Yeah. So if he's on the ice, like if they're not telling us about the injury, they're not going to tell us if there was a setback or if you know if he's a little dizzy or anything like that. Like they've told us nothing about this, so they you know when we start speculating, well, it's on them for not telling us, but. You know, I just, those, those head injuries, you never know if it's even a head injury. Yeah. I just, the, I love the way Yamo plays. He's just, unfortunately, he's a small guy and this shit's going to happen. And that's another reason for, and I, I get like, it's just, you're, yeah. Is Yamo in the top six when he comes back? Mm, yeah. Probably. I think so. Just because of how good Nugent is with Carson and Yamo. So you're, okay. So you're going to put him in the top six. And it's just a, another uh, injury questionable type of a player. It's just like, Leon seems to like playing with them too. Yeah, well, they're, yeah, they've been, they've been attached at the hip. Well, would you rather years? I have a, would you rather? Yeah. Would you rather the Oilers went and found a winger to play with McDavid or just move dry side to the second, to the top line and get a second line center? I think that's the play. If they do, yeah. if they go, go get Jonathan Taves, I think that'll be it too. And then you also have nudes. I think that second line is two A two B, to be honest, more than a second and third line. I agree. Yeah, I've always said they're like a top yeah, I agree. Line, to top six. Yeah, yeah. Dan, what's the question? Sorry, 
Would you rather get a first line winger to play with McDavid or a second line center and move dry sidle to the top line? Not out. We like him here. I, I like, I just, I wouldn't get a winger right now because we just have a plethora of them. So I would look at a centerman. If it was up to me, I would have a forward lineup of 12 centers. That's just, I like versatility. This, this, this almost have 12 centers. very versatile. <laughs> I know. And that's why I'd like bring in all the centers you can. They probably have five centers every night. Obviously, news McDavid, Dry, Ryan McLeod. Mm-hmm. Not Ryan. Sure. Ryan and, M- and McLeod. McLeod, Ryan. And, uh, well, I mean, Holloway's. Oh, yeah, Holloway. There, right? Yeah, he he was a center for most of his career. Derek Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was part of the. Sorry, I said Ryan was- McLeod. I meant like Ryan, comma, McLeod. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> got it. There was a funny thing here. So I got distracted a second ago, but. Uh, Gordon Miller was just reading off why Bo Horvat oh my is wearing number 14 and not 53. And it's part of, I forget this happens until a trade happens, but uh, Lou Lamorello doesn't allow players to have a number higher than 40. Like, so the only players on the Islanders have a higher than 40. Uh, Casey Sasekas, who has 53, which was before he got Lou Lamorello got to the Islanders. And uh, Paggio was 44 because he was allowed to keep his number from Ottawa. <laughs> Could you imagine? And then the- what a dumb rule. I don't uh, understand don't, it at all. There's more. Go ahead. I was just going to say, don't forget the other rule, Liam. No facial hair, except for the playoffs. Calm down, Steinbrenner. No long hair past the collar. Aye, ah. no sideburns. <laughs> yeah. No jewelry, necklaces slash earrings. Tongue piercings may be allowed. Jackets and ties. Yeah, must- I got a Prince Albert. I'm not taking it out. <laughs> Jackets and ties must be worn on games on the team bus slash plane. No broadcast members permitted on the team charter, including team broadcasters. That one I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind that one either. But it's just funny. Like it's so like when we, we had Evander Kane in for the real life podcast, he was saying, wouldn't it be great for the game if you had players just wearing whatever they want? And he's like, most guys are still gonna show up in a suit because that's just what they do. Mm-hmm. But the guys with style, a little bit of swag, like, I want to see what they're wearing. Yeah, I think I think it makes a lot of sense. You see it in the NBA all the time. And it's, like, it shows character and yes, just a little bit of fun. And like I Joe think, Burrow, the fucking guy's got all sorts of swag. Yeah, like it's. Uh, I think most guys would wear suits anyway. It'd be like one or two guys on the team that don't. Well, that's what Kane said. He's like, I'd probably wear a suit still most of the time, yeah. but sometimes he's like, you know, a little in the a little creative hoodie. Yeah, like when Kobe showed up in his Oilers jersey. Exactly. Why not? Yeah. Classic photo. Yeah. Love it. Everyone, yeah. I think it would just be an opportunity for hockey fans to show that hockey fans don't like our players' personalities truly, and they would just rip apart the Austin Matthews of the world, and then they would all just be in suits by the end of the day anyway. Well, that's a bunch of fucking whiners on Twitter, you know? Like, Twitter's not real life, and sometimes... You know, shut up. <laughs> like, <laughs> let us have some fun. Shut up is right. Yeah. Let us have some fun. If Connor wanted to roll in with like capris and Crocs, I would laugh out loud and be like, get after it, buddy. I know how comfortable those Crocs are. I'm I'll with you. Him, I'll lend him my Euler Crocs. For our friends at Betway, I'm going to run through. We don't have very many games to talk about, so I'm just going to ask you guys. We're doing strict money line picks on today's slate. Liam. Okay, here we go. We've got the Hurricanes at minus 200 versus the Kings at plus 170. We're doing money line. Let's go. Canes. Canes. Yeah, but like I'm not betting that. Minus no, I'm 200. not betting that. Unless I can parlay. Well, you might be able to parlay something here, though. Well, we can parlay. We can talk about a little parlay. Yeah. Dan? Uh, Sorry, say the lines again. Minus 200 on the Hurricanes, plus 170 on the Kings. 
Oh, I'm going plus 170 on the Kings. Game number two, Washington Capitals are favored minus 211 over the Columbus Blue Jackets plus 175. Uh, I mean, caps. Caps all day. <laughs> Any value? <laughs> Last game is Ottawa minus 188 over the Canadians at plus 160. Now we're talking here. Canadians. Or if you do a little favorites parlay. Wow. You get 3.39. Ooh, sure. Now we're talking about a little juicy. So your $5 bet would turn into 16.96. I do like that number. There you go. We're going to do a little favorites parlay. Tricky go check out parlay. our friends at Betway. I, I actually was looking on Betway today. You know, there's a plus 700 to win the Western Conference. What are they to win the division? Because I feel like plus they're still being disrespected. 350. Oh, it went, uh, it went up. I looked, I, I looked yesterday. It was plus 225. Oh, the line's the moving. They were plus 250 to start the season. I really regret. I got them at plus 650. Yeah. So when you bet me. that, I really regret not jumping in at that point. Because when I looked a few days later, it was plus 400, which is still juicy. Yeah. But the more they win, the further it drops. And I've, I'm kicking myself because I still think they can win this division. We'll see. We'll see. Plus 225. They're tied with Seattle. Vegas is 275. Mm. I like this. Go check out Betway, provided that you are legal age and always make sure to bet responsibly. Uh, another thing I want to touch on before we just kind of get into Tyler's signature segment that Leon has prepared today. Yes. Connor and Leon vacationing together. Now, those two spend an enormous amount of time together for their job. The fact that they choose on their days off to vacation together in Turks and Caicos, mm -hmm. it just makes me feel so much better about what happens in the future mm -hmm. because those two are clearly tied at the hip mm -hmm. and that they love it. They are probably each other in the best possible way. Yep. That bros. Doesn't it make you just kind of warm the heart a little bit and be like, I think they want to do this together. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I love this. You okay? So if you go back, and I know that people are gonna hate this, but you go back to the '80s Oilers. Those guys were fucking attached to the hip everywhere they went. Yeah. There was a good nucleus of eight to ten dudes. Didn't matter if they went to McDonald's or they went to the nice, you know, nice nightclub. They were always together. This is what I see: Connor and Leon are always together. I don't see one leaving the other. I just my thing for it has always been they're never gonna play with better players no. than the one or the other. And they have, you know, and you still have. I don't like, I don't know if that, that obviously that circle is, but then you have Darnell there and you have Nuge that like, it's just, you have Hyman and Kane. Yeah, and like it's man. I just, I sure to this day, Wayne Gretzky says that if that team had stayed together, that they would have won Seven at cups, least cups. two or three more cups. Yeah. And you can't tell me that Wayne Gretzky doesn't have that conversation with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl when the time comes uh, to be able to impart some of that wisdom onto them as well. Of course. hundred percent. I agree, Dan. And also like Tyler made this point yesterday, uh, just in the office, he goes playing together kind of lowers the pressure on the other. Yeah. yeah. That's, you know, if someone goes to New York or whatever, you're the guy here, you're the guy, but you've also got somebody right beside you. That's yeah, also the guy right there. Shared experiences. So I just wanted to touch on it because I loved it. Oh, it makes you smile. I loved it. Also, the girlfriends are best friends too. It seems like like this is, I like it. The McMullet also. I saw some people that weren't fans. I'm in. I'm in. He's all business now. 
Serious. A little party in the back. McTuft coming like, out? Come on. Channeling like his inner Smitty. Wait till that thing feathers out in, you know, a couple of weeks after a fresh cut. Like, Liam's got a fresh cut out right now. He looks Snow great. Here is good. The, whole, all, the whole city's going to melt. Mm-hmm. I love it. I get such a kick out of people making fun of like the barbers that do that for Connor and Leon, like as if Connor and Leon didn't tell the barbers what to do. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever not chosen your haircut when you go into <laughs> oh, your yeah. haircut? I don't know. Like, I guess people just assume that rich people just sit in a chair and then they get told what is going to look good for them. Like you can go to first choice haircutters today and you are going to be allowed to tell them what kind of cut you want. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, Liam, when you chose the haircut, yes. Yeah, uh, to an extent. I even got a haircut in a long time. She's like, what do you want? And I kind of forgot what I used to look like with hair like this. So I had to pull out a picture and she said, okay, I can figure something out like that. (laughs) Ultimately, that was Liam's choice. All right. I know you've been waiting all podcast. You got shut up. Stop talking about haircuts. All I want to hear is word association. Now's your time. Liam? What is the order? How many words have you got? So I've pulled a little bit of a Tyler here and I forgot to bring the battery charger in. So we will have to wrap this up somewhat soon. All 19%. right. Let's go. Oh, lot oh lots of time. I have, um, I had three, but I forgot the last one. So right now I have two. He'll pop in his head. Don't worry. One of them is. I'm excited. I need an initial thought. I know what this is. This is the, the this taste is this, of a Yorkie. Yes. I brought a Yorkie to the office. With, oh, with, yes. With the PCO. So there's not, there's not a negative no, girl O in there. Believe this was bought at Walmart. So we would go. Rick, if you want to pass it around. Nestle, right? Yep. So Dan, unfortunately, <laughs> I can't pass it through the screen. Devastated. Keep Devastated. It in the pocket. Maybe not have been the best place. To is keep it a bit it. melty? Well, she's a bit. It, yeah. Bit the advertisement says not for Dan, right? Yeah. It says, yeah. Not yeah, for Dan. <laughs> No Dan's allowed. Oh, but it's like a, was that it's an like arrow a, bar where it's got the, uh, soft. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Nice. That was, oh, that's so nice. We got a little Yorkie here. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to have our first taste. It's in the shape of a Yorkshire pudding. Correct. Oh, yeah. It's usually a bit harder. <laughs> that's lovely. This is good audio. That's quite nice. That's lovely. I have nothing against this. I've got nothing against it. I don't understand where girls aren't allowed to have one, but like. <laughs> so, one word, Rick. Delightful. Oh, lovely. Damn. FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolatey. Mm-hmm. There's Dan's answers. Crickets. Okay, next one. The bowl hole that trade. Underwhelming. Meh. Intriguing. Uh, I think underwhelming is a good one, but so I'll go with that one. Thank you. Um, I can't remember what my other one was. <laughs> Kelly's gonna be pissed. <sighs> the lack of prep on word association, <laughs> regardless of our producer, is shocking. <laughs> I can't remember. It was a good one. I've got. Oh, I've got one for you, Liam. Oh. oh, there you go. go the All Star Game. Um, fun. Day off <laughs> for the kids. Lame. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah, Dan, we got a for bonus round of word association. Here's Dan oh, with the bonus word. Yes. Uh, just from last week from our conversation, uh, give me one word to describe buddy sandwiches. 
No, the butties. Just <laughs> butties. Butties. Shout out to the- That's like sandwich sandwich. The the people that tweeted at me saying I made a, my first Chris butty. And uh, <laughs> our Australian friend, Sam. Sam, Sam yeah. Who Sam made a, a two-part video no, showing me him making a butty. It's very funny. But uh, excellent is my one word. I haven't tried yet. I don't, I got to get on this. I, I feel like missing out. Well, Friday's episode is just around the corner. <laughs> oh, maybe we do a little taste test on some butties. All right. Um, oh boy. <laughs> I'm going to say variable because really a butty. It's just wherever your it's imagine just, takes you, you know, yeah. the sky's the limit. There is no it's limit. Anything. Liam, Whatever you want, as long as you got buttered bread, you smash anything inside there and you Liam, call it a butty. What's your favorite? Of a crisp butty? Nope. Butty. Just any butty. Oh, tuna butty. Ch- tuna? Tuna. So just tuna. T- tuna. Tuna, tuna, tuna mayonnaise. Tuna mayonnaise on bread. So just a tuna sandwich. AKA a tuna sandwich. Tuna butty. <laughs> All right. In this case, I've definitely had a butty before. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy who messaged me. He was like, can I put ketchup on my butty? And I replied... You can do whatever you want. Yeah. The world is your oyster. Yeah. The butty is your, your oyster. Butty. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make uh, I think we should do some butties on, on Friday. Yeah. Only crisp though. That's fine. That's okay. fine. Everyone bring your own bag. I'll bring the bread. Hey. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. We're going to have a little mange on Friday. I like it. I like it a lot. So since the laptop is, yes, I'll bring the butter. Since the laptop is dying, we're going to hurry through this one. (laughs) Lastly, I just want to say, if you want to come to Toronto with us in March, I encourage you to do it. Our friends at AMA travel have put together a hell of a package over at nationgear.ca. Check out the details there and sign up. We are going to have an absolute blast in Toronto. We fly in, we're staying at the Royal York, watching the game from a suite. Sweet. Coming back home. It is sweet. Leo. (laughs) It is sweet. So go check out nationgear.ca. And again, I want to give a shout out to our friends at AMA Travel for helping us put all things together and making life simple. For our friends at Oodle Noodle, Jasper, tour, uh, Tourism Jasper, AMA Travel, Betway. Just want to thank you for being here on a Tuesday afternoon. We're going to be trying butties on Friday. Oh, yeah. Cannot wait. Sorry, Tyler. Sorry, Tyler. Not really. Nope, not at all. You're in Florida. We're having butties. Florida. Mm-hmm. Flo Rida, shout out to Flo Rida for the $80 million lawsuit win from that uh, energy drink. Big whoop money, whoop. Big money. Welcome to my house indeed. And there we'll wrap it up. Oilers Nation Radio episode 65,000. Bag Milk, Dan, Rick, and Liam. Fare thee well. Enjoy the rest of your week, everybody. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.